or yeah and okay. snapchat was kind of the thing back then so we would just we like still do snapchat yeah but just with the girls to oh. keep up you know I, I don't do like the filters and send okay. my tits or anything um <laughs> to me you do do you yeah you've seen my tits more than justin <laughs> but yeah what no kind of there was no real dating like, apparently you guys are seeing Hey guys, welcome back to It Hurts to Be Pretty Podcast. I'm Angel Renee. And I'm Lexi Wilk, and we're sitting next to Wiggins. (laughs) Our very (laughs) special guest, founder of I'm From Denver, which if you guys don't follow... I'm from Denver. Yeah. You're probably Instagram, not from Facebook. All that. You're, you're probably not from, not Denver. from Denver. Yeah. You're not having fun in Denver, at least. <laughs> yes. The memes are amazing. The posts, everything, and also you are owner of Yellow Rum, yep. part owner. Yeah, I, I guess I do a little bit of everything. You guys even said, "What do you do?" And I go, "I don't know." There's I'm not so even used to being things. on this side of the things where people ask me questions. So I'm like. I don't know how to answer that. What do I, I say? I can tell you're kind of nervous. I'm super nervous. This he's, is not my element. Because he's used to, I like a couple weeks ago, you interviewed me yeah. right, for the women's event. Yeah. And you're not shy or nervous. You're I'm just like. I'm super nervous right now. I, my heart know. Is I don't think I'm you like, look like, oh my drink God. your rum. No, we, we poured him a drink and he's like, keep going. <laughs> There's more where that came from. We'll talk about your rum company because yeah. I have a few questions. I'm yeah. curious. But tell us, what is I'm from Denver? So I'm from Denver. Uh, I worked at KS175 for years. That's where I got Wiggins as a name. So I was a producer there for the morning show for 10 years, 12 years. No, actually, it was like 16 years. Ultimately, I left that because I was like, man, the industry is just not what it was, right? And so with I'm from Denver, I was like, okay, well, I needed a network that was similar to what radio was and how it related to people, but I needed it in a modern way. So that's Mm. how I'm from Denver came to be. And so I was like, okay, well... Now as it's evolved from memes and all that game worked for a while to where it was fun. Now it's like, okay, people are – everyone has a phone. So everyone is out there at a restaurant now. They're out there at businesses. And so I'm like, how do I differentiate myself from not being memes to, okay, mm-hmm. let's make it local and focus on businesses, focus on events like your Women's mm-hmm. Day uh, and and make things that are fun and, and really relevant to Colorado but also kind of uh, monetize it, right? Because – I, it's great to have a network, but if you have that, but you can't monetize it, what's yeah, the point? Right. So I kind of mixed in what I learned in radio broadcasting with the modern age, and that's I'm from Denver. I mean, that's key because you were in radio when radio was still pretty big, yeah. right? And it transitioned to everyone's on their phones, everyone's on Instagram, everyone's on social media. So did you just sit down one day and was like... I'm from Denver. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, I am me. from Denver. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. I'm always curious when people come up with names. Yeah, I think that's that's really what it was, was it was just like, hey, I'm going to do something local. Now, in retrospect, the problem with it is you can't really grow that, right? And so mm-hmm. as I've learned as, as a business owner and from other uh, mentors and that, I was like, well, how do, you, how do you grow? How do you make something bigger and better? Well, you kind of typecasted yourself by calling it, I'm from Denver. But... I will say, uh, just knowing that people love where they're from, yeah. that's what really ties mm-hmm. it in, right? So you can really kind of play on that and kind of have like an audience and know who they are. Where if you said, I'm from America, uh, you're <laughs> like, well, who am I supposed to appeal to? Well, yeah. I'm from Denver is like, okay, I know who my audience is. And we get the memes. They're funny, especially yeah. the memes. like, but no, I think it's good. And it's so true. I have to say, Angel said, it's Denver. I mean, I wouldn't limit yourself because people do fly 
around just to see us. So even yeah, though yeah, you guys are a lot better on camera, so that. But I, I you know, here's the biggest thing is, and and we had this conversation leading to coming on the podcast was, for me, the network is is evolving to where influencers like yourselves should be on the network, right? Like it should not just be. I think people kind of like. I'm going to just run, run my business, my business. And it's like, you have to have partnerships to totally. succeed. You have to work with other people. And so that's where we started talking to Angel and was like, Hey, why don't you come on? I'm from Denver. And I don't know what's going to come of that. You just said, sure. come on my podcast. And we had some sips before that. And I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's it's do it. always <laughs> awesome when you catch someone when they're drinking. I'm like, you said it's a good time to corner <laughs> someone into doing You're going to be on our podcast. And he's like, shit. Yeah. No, I didn't mind at all. Cause I actually have seen the setup and how you do it. I was more like, Oh my God, I am not as pretty as you guys. And then I said, you're this gorgeous. Like, no, no, you're gorgeous. <laughs> but then I said, okay, I should have got a skin treatment before coming in here just to kind of help with it. But yeah, I'm definitely going to give you your first Botox treatment at some yeah, point. Yeah, Botox. No, see, I've seen this it's line. It's a good happening. start. Yeah. Well, I noticed yeah. your website, there's no beauty section for um, beauty news. There's hell. Right here, I'm waiting for you guys. <laughs> I saw Zika virus is now in Colorado, so that scared the <laughs> shit out of me. But here we are now. We're going to run the beauty section, right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I, I would hope love so. that. I was, and that's honestly thing is all the hats that I'm wearing I've kind of stopped paying attention to certain things that mm-hmm. I used to and and you have to learn to let go right and especially Angela like and and being able to be like do everything I do everything yeah. you have to let go to succeed and so honestly the blog and certain things I've kind of relinquished that to my team and I have meetings with them but so now you're freaking me out about the the virus because I'm like oh, it is you know, it's on your website I'm like, it is I it like, is <laughs> yeah we were catching up on all the news oh, yeah. lots of good news on there but yeah. I want to talk about your shirt yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's wearing a shirt. This is DIA, so Denver International Airport, and it's two scared people, a dinosaur, and a rocket. So yeah. what do you think of the conspiracies around DIA? Oh, I think there's there's always something there, but there's always something to re- read into it. But it, there was weird paintings and all those things that were there. Freaky. To, yeah, to where you're just like, okay, what's the reason for this? Or whoever was like, yeah, let's throw those in there. Was this trying to be funny? But... I don't know. It, who knows with all the things that come out. It is out, creepy. They end up all being true sometimes. Not all. Well, they Some said yeah. it's built on a reservation. So people are coming back to haunt. Wait, an Indian reservation? Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. And that explains I'm like I'm from artwork. Denver. You got to get oh, with man. it. I know. Oh, you're yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, bust yeah, these myths. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Maybe do a little ghost hunters at DIA. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would love that. Okay. So I just want to know real quick. When you went from producer, because you were a producer. Mm-hmm. Now you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So changing all those hats, you have quite a few hats. Yeah, it's, it's pretty exhausting. And and, and you're yeah. like this too. She doesn't just wear one hat. She's like, she does a lot of things. So letting go is hard though. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I liked watching you just now set up because I didn't have to do it. But I also liked it because I was like, oh, I know what you're doing and I could totally nerd out. But low key, are you like, she's doing it wrong. I would do it this way because that's. Like, and I'm not offended by it, but that's just the control freak of a business owner or someone with that mindset. Yeah, I think totally when you don't have control and like even why you use it, you're like you're nervous. I was like, yeah, because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not in control of this, right? Like if I'm flying the, the plane, I know we're going to land and totally. everything's yeah. good. But if someone's flying it, I was like, where, where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, but you have to learn to let go. And I think that's the biggest lesson. If you don't let go, you're ultimately doomed for failure because people that work with you don't trust you or they think you're micromanaging. And I had a micromanager of a boss when I was at the radio station. So mm-hmm. to me, it was like, I almost have people come up to me like that are business partners of mine. They're like, you almost are too nice to your staff. Because I'll be like, so I want you to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And then I'll say, 
Is that okay? Are you are you, are you okay with doing that? It's, uh... <laughs> Thank God you're not a micromanager. No. You never have been. Mm-hmm. It's not in your cards. But if I don't get something done, then ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm scared people's as fuck. ass. Yeah. But I'm not yeah, a yeah. Yeah. I'm not over like, oh, let me see. I just wanna I give them a deadline. I trust what they're skilled in and then I just kinda let it go. Mm-hmm. Because I know that I'm not gifted in like I couldn't set this up. Yeah. I wouldn't know how. Yeah. I mean, I could sit there and it'd take probably a few hours. <laughs> yeah, that's job security right there for you. I, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know. I think one of the times I was supposed to do a podcast. Yes. Oh, with Cobb. Yes. And I was like, shit, I don't know how to set it up. Like so I had to go to Erica's house because yeah. I didn't know how to set it up. Anyway. Well, that's the world we're in, right? And what's so funny is, like, everyone has a podcast now. Yeah. But not everyone knows how to set it up. And then not everyone knows how to release it. But everyone wants to do a podcast. Everyone does. Yeah, so, not everyone's funny as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Or has the yellow rum there. So exactly. it's uh, it's cool to to see what you guys have done with your podcast because it's like there are so many that you have to stand apart from everyone. And I think that's kind of what we've done with I'm From Denver is, like, if you don't evolve and try to make yourself better, or your show better, or whatever you do mm. better, someone will leapfrog you, or that you're going to just be a distant memory. That's what happened to radio. Like I saw it firsthand. Like that was Dude. it. When I was there in the heyday, oh. that was it. Now it's kind of and it like, was like the best. I don't know, Peter. Do you remember this? Um, I mean, I used to love listening yeah. to them in the morning, and then I remember the very first time <laughs> gave me a shout out on radio. I was like <laughs> driving. I was all. Record. Oh my god! I was so excited, and this was just radio, you know. And I think once the transition started to happen, and radio—I hate to say radio died because it didn't die. But you had a lot of competitors, right? right. It had, so you had Pandora, and you had Spotify, and then you had podcasts, and then uh, it, there's just so many opportunities to to find different ways to listen to a show. That's like listen to a podcast like this. Someone would rather listen to this for 40 minutes or an hour than have to listen to a show for five minutes mm-hmm. and then commercials for five minutes and then the same song that they heard two minutes ago so it, it, it just evolved and i think that that i saw that flag kind of being waved and i was like man if i don't jump ship i'm gonna be because a lot of people stay in there and that's fine good on them but i'm like man there's no money to be made when you look back what was the moment where you're like shit i'm on to something right now like i remember when i went from ten thousand followers to like 20 i was like whoa and I was doing Instagrams with like music, and I used to get flagged for the music because I didn't have yeah, copyright yeah, totally. back in the day. You didn't. Now it doesn't matter. Now no. you see people on TikTok, and I'm like, listen, you guys got it easy. I like paved that path. Oh for you. my yeah. god, I had to. I had to like, yeah. Anyway, so when was the moment you were like, oh shit, this is like, man, you know what? It was uh, so the Facebook insights when you go look at your stats and all that. It would tell you who is a similar page and then, uh, and, and who are you beating and blah, blah, blah. And so honestly, KS175 and Comedy 1031 were shown up automatically as competitors because we're half entertainment, right? The other half are Fox 31 and Nine News because we're a news source, right? So as you asked earlier, Lexi, what we were, we're like half news, half entertainment, right? Well, we, we eclipsed all of them as far as engagement and, uh, and interaction for like multiple weeks. That's kind of when I knew mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, we're, we're on to something that that old format style isn't how people relate to things and I can kind of mix all of that together here and it was like oh I got I got something here but the problem that came after that was monetizing so I like that's why partnerships are key right like it's Mm -hmm. like you give you have an audience. I don't have that audience, right? I have an audience that maybe you don't have. So if we could have a partnership together, now we're, we're, we're cross networking to really kind of make it work. Because if you don't do that, uh, how good, how, oh, I'm beating nine news on Fox 31. Well, 
every 25 year old is like, what's that? Like, what's yeah. nine news? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're all cool. Yeah. Well, what I love about podcasts, and I feel like your website is it's not as censored as other news stations. Yeah. yeah. Um, you kind of so just true. get to say what you want and do what you want. So Sometimes, that's appealing to all get, ages. Do you get no, backlash? No, no. Okay, okay. It's funny you said that. So we did an April Fool's joke, and I got. I have some people who worked for me. I trusted them. They're, they're, they were really good at uh, at social viral content. They made an April Fool's joke that said, <laughs> "I think <laughs> I, I remember it." Yeah, I don't even want to say her name, but an anchor from another from one of those stations that we, or uh, TV stations we we beat took a gun into shotguns. Uh, and was arrested, right? So that was oh, that shit. was the April Fool's joke. Too far. Too far. Whoa, my God. Wait, <laughs> and I'm like, uh. Yes, oh, my God. It's saying out loud. I'm like, uh. But I trusted him. I didn't throw it up, and I didn't I didn't censor him. We did go viral, and we, we went to, to the point to where that producer of that, uh, or a producer from that station, like, cease and desist, or we're coming after you. You're like, shit, like, should I fire this guy, or am I keeping him because it went so viral? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that, and that's kind of the catch point, too. And you're like, all right. Yeah. But as the business owner, I'm just like, well, you're right. That was unfortunate that my staff member did that. And then on the inside of me, he's like, yeah. yes, that's, that's awesome. You always do that, too. So you always say Instagram posts should be a conversation starter or a little controversial. Yeah, that's that was, well, that was it. a little too controversial, but it was yeah, <laughs> a, little a little too much. much. Rescaling it much. back now. Oh my god! But I want to talk about your rum company. So when I first heard Yellow Rum, I was like, "Interesting, why rum?" Because yeah. my first thought when I go to a liquor store isn't to buy rum. Do I love drinks with rum? Sure, but why rum? You know, it's interesting because uh, so I'm a part owner of Yellow Rum because the founder of Yellow Rum just came up to me and I was doing things at the radio station Digital, and he goes, "Hey." Why don't you do stuff for me for digital? I can't pay you. He's all, but before you answer me, he's all, poured, he had the glass and, and or he had a bottle and on the bottle was in uh, uh, the recipe. It was his handwritten recipe note. And he goes, before you answer me, I want you to try it. So he poured it in a glass. And I drank it. I was like, whatever you want. I was like, I'm there for the ride. And that was 12 <laughs> years ago. His reason for, for that was because he'd go to Central America to meet his wife. And when you go out there, he'd ask for whiskey and they'd be like, no, we don't serve whiskey out here. We have rum. He realized that rum out there in Central America and other parts of the world is really kind of like an amazing experience. Here in the States, not so much. We kind of like you. Bacardi on the beach from a plastic bottle. Yeah, Yeah. Get out of here. So that was ultimately the reason. But the individual who makes the rum is in Panama and he's made it for decades. And he's he's been making rum. He's a rum renero and he's been making it for decades. And so he gave us his recipe that he said all rums uh, should live by. Mm. And that's what we've been trying to sell and get out there forever but the name yolo we got the trademark for yolo so when it comes to alcohol wine and spirits we own that and uh even had drake's manager uh call us out for that. <gasps> oh and, really uh, i was gonna say because that's amazing yellow. yeah and we sent uh, that individual the the trademark certificate we're like uh, uh, so but it's a good thing i mean that's not a knock on them send that's a just, bottle to that's the drink. hope right you never know someday who who will who will see us so that that's how that came to be but man that is like uh it's been a 12-year battle and it's like i'm grateful and humbled that you guys have the bottles in here and it's like mm-hmm. i always try to even at the women's uh, is it women's day women's 2023 women it's a women. women's is event this women yeah, yeah. It's, like, women I mean, guys, 20 so no blank 
Every year we just change the title. Well, to be part of <laughs> events like that is is important for getting the brand exposure, right? To show yeah. that we're out there in the community. But it's been an uphill battle. But because we own trademark for YOLO, we got invited to Google and we hung That's out at like cool. Google Heads amazing. And we've done all these amazing things with it. And so it's been a ride. And so we're getting closer to a lot of things happening with that right now. But my advice to anyone that has a business, and you know this, how long have you been in business now, Angel? On my own, this is my eighth year. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. that point where you get around the eight to 12 year mark where all of that hard work pays off. But like leading up it's year a lot. one it's to a eight is like, no, I want to give up. So we're, we're close to that right now. I That's- mean, honestly, even within the first year, people fail. So, yeah. and then you put in COVID. I, I know that you're media, but still, I mean, it's really hard to run a business, period. How did you guys make it through COVID? I pride myself on not having any debt. Mm. So a lot of my lasers and all that is paid for upright. And so that helped. I think a lot of- Are you still essential then, right? Yeah. Yeah, Well, uh, technically no, but I think for you, the biggest thing was you're an innovator and you don't take no for an answer. So you found ways to work around it. Mm -hmm. So we were still able to work. You were able to pay your staff and we had a little thing going where we would send chemical peels home. Two people. So it was in a just safe, like, just legal like manner. Hater, just like you had a hater at that one post. Yeah. I also had a hater. Yep. And within two business days, I made a significant amount of money from just online. And I used my me- social media as a tool to sell because everyone's stuck at home. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, sure, I'll do a peel. So anyway, the long story short, I had to stop because of, of a hater. hater. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's an esthetician who was most likely upset that their business wasn't open. So, but for you, you have to innovate. You, you have, have to, to be creative. And mm-hmm. I think the people that fail are those that just accept failure. Like, oh, yeah, right. you can't. Like, when, We're closed, when, sorry. When COVID shut everything down, uh, especially even for I'm from Denver, because I, I, I'm from Denver doesn't generate revenue, right? So I think the, the important thing is say on the backside of that, I have a digital agency called Back to the Digital, right? So I make video content for brands. I tell brands, I'm a content creator on this side with Back to Digital, and I distribute your content on I'm from Denver. So that's ultimately how mm. how I make money. But when COVID hit, I was like, oh, man, I can't make videos anymore. All these businesses are shut. So I had to pivot, and I'd go to the dealerships that I worked with, and I was like, live stream sales yes. i was like we're gonna live stream sales and then covid hit and they're like no one's buying cars i was like Ugh. shit we'll i'm not lying only fans looked very tempting it still does fucking <laughs> a. i was like you know what it's i does. did pay for my titties i might as well i don't know but i mean i was like damn it my three kids only fans what do you think of only fans what's your take I think my take is that there's a lot of people willing to pay for that. You know Are what you? I mean? I probably would not. I would, unless Angel and you were on it. No, <laughs> we're just, starting it. He's our yeah. only one. Uh, we're yeah. making millions. Yeah. Of yeah. I would make Peter be uh, oh. the second one. <laughs> oh, he's in. I I mean, you can't knock someone's hustle. If people Amen. are willing to pay for a product, they're willing to pay for a product. If you're that product or whatever you're doing to to be that product is happening well you're selling it right like Fuck i yeah. mean it's it's what it is like well a lot of these teachers fentanyl, you know a lot of these Amen. teachers a lot of these people that are you know oh yeah are, are getting ridiculed for having only I, I could see that like if i my kindergartner like i found out his teacher like had this big only fans following would not like, give a shit i'd be like i don't know is that like weird i don't know 
I mean, she's not like, come here, son. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like uh, about to be married. I'm like, I'll totally have OnlyFans. I don't give a fuck what he says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree because it's like the teachers don't get paid shit. Enough. So right. it's like, they so have are, to. are you really going to fault them? Like, if you really are going to get mad at them, then pay, pay them more. You pay them more money. Yeah, Easy enough. Exactly I it. don't hate on people's. I mean, I don't I don't subscribe. Although Steph Smeltz is really hot. She's so hot. But Wait, I get is to she see on OnlyFans? Steph's? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You got to make okay. an account to yeah, find yeah. He has <laughs> an account. He has an account. Uh, now I'm nervous again. No. <laughs> okay, drink up. But we want to talk about So last week. We discussed sharing your location with a partner. Or significant other. Have you ever done that? Do you subscribe to that? Well, so I didn't know it was a thing and it became a thing where everyone's doing it now. They Do you share your location with your girlfriend? See, it's a thing. But why? No, no. So you're sharing it because she asked. You're not just giving it to her. Exhibit A. Our videographer, yes, his girlfriend asked her location. He did it because obviously he has nothing to hide. But what's her motive? We don't know. I'm not dissing your girlfriend. I'm just saying as a girl, I want to stalk. I want to stalk. Oh, you want it to... I would do it to you see where the it? fuck he's at. I don't. No. I wouldn't share. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Sh- I don't know. I don't share even financial stuff. I'm not like. That's fair. Yeah, I'm like financial stuff or location. It's kind of the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know if I'm at the bank right now. You don't, <laughs> you don't even know my money. You don't know, you, mm-hmm. you know where I'm at. Just be home and be naked when I get home. <laughs> like, easy well, enough. Yeah, yeah, easy yeah. enough. <laughs> uh, so you would follow? You would follow someone or want to know So she came. She was like. I think a lot of girls are just saying, oh, I'm concerned because, you know, it's dangerous out For there. Safety yeah. And, yeah, and right. Lexi's yeah, right. like, see, no, girls are psychotic and we want to know where the hell you are. He agrees. He yeah. said, yeah, right. Yeah, and right. <laughs> I think I personally wouldn't want to. I don't want to know because I would just. Right. I it would know. almost make you more crazy. That's because, why I don't do because it. Because even yeah. if you followed them and they went somewhere and it really was innocent wherever they were at, you could assume it was something bad. Totally and, twisted. And, and then, yeah, that just causes But I like, do follow my kids and they're 25, so 24, fair. 22. Yeah. So fair. And I want to know where they're at. Yes. But I don't always check like where – I just – we live far from each other, That's all of fair. us. So – I have more. Kids are different than I think. Mm-hmm. I think the significant other because you're allowed to question. But no, so many people do it. If you're in a relationship, How many it's like are doing that. A lot. Oh my god, we did a nine survey. out of ten. Yeah. What? Yes. Nine point. It's a nine thing. It's a thing. See, look at Peter. It's a thing. Yeah, but he was willing to share his location just by. Okay, texting he's not hiding her. anything. Peter, you better share your location with me. Oh yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. Oh, see, that's that's. He's a nice guy. You can tell he's just a nice guy. He's yeah. Like, okay, the other so thing I had was the Finsta. The Finsta. So I asked how many people have a Finsta. I don't have one, but you have one. Well, it's an account for my cats. <laughs> that didn't start as a Finsta. What is, does Finsta say for fake Insta? Yes. Uh, okay, f- my fake Insta. I don't so, even know what you're saying. Finsta? Yeah. So it's a fake Instagram that, that women typically... Oh, well, <laughs> Finsta. The Finsta. The Finsta. You don't know yeah. Finsta. The Finsta. Yeah. The matter with you. Yeah, the fuck's wrong. And that way <laughs> they can creep on someone's page and you see Gloria, but you don't know who Gloria is, but Gloria is secretly your... Oh, see, that's too much. I got too much shit going on to be like, let me make up a fake account. It's a girl thing. It's got to be a girl you, thing. Have you ever done Either of you done a Finsta? She has one. Well, it's okay. Oh, yeah. My cat's account. I've never done it. It's an actual oh, account. That's why you said I have one for my cat. Okay. It's it's there. It's, I used to post like pictures of them, and it was cute. And yeah. now I use it like once a year to look at my ex boyfriend's page, okay. <laughs> just to once see what year, he's up once to. A year? How, how, how much? 
Really? Once a year? Okay, real talk, probably like three times a year max. Because okay. it'll just be like... Well, what does that do for you? Nothing. Yeah. It's just fun. Oh. Is you don't get... Is, like, it, is, it, is it infatuation? Like, you still long for him? Not or at you're all. Just, you're just, I'm just like, nosy. I'm oh, just, just nosy. Curious. I honestly, like, if I cut someone off or we... We broke up or divorced because I got divorced in 2019. I don't want to know what he's doing. I don't want to know who he's banging. I don't want to know what he's wearing. If someone sends yeah. me a photo of my ex, I question their friendship for yeah. me. Yeah. Because any of my friends know, like, I don't want to know. But I know not a lot of girls are like that. Yeah. I, I'm just different because it'll mess with me. I'm also a little competitive. Like, I want to know I'm cuter than his <laughs> new girlfriend. Oh, I, I already know that he got that. I'm already, I'm already cute. Of course, always same, but like, <laughs> what are you going to do? But I have caught the guy, what was it, like three years ago when I dated in 2019. Yeah. He was looking on my page actually just recently and I'm like, what are you even doing? Like watching your stories? Yeah. Do you look at who watches your stories? No, no, not at all. See, first I, few, first five yeah, to ten. Yeah, maybe the first few or you just see the little bubble pictures in there. Gosh, man, I feel like I, uh, my, my friends were giving me shit the other day because I haven't seen them. In a while, I went over to his house, and I didn't tell him I was going over to his house. A, a mutual friend said that he was having a, a barbecue, and I was like, hey, don't tell him I'm going over there. I was like, I'm just going to go over there. So he sees me, and he's like, oh, so when I don't invite you, or when I do invite you, you don't show up. And when I don't invite you, you're here. I, all right, I see how that it's goes. totally how it goes, though, <laughs> with everything in life. Well, so he's giving me shit, and he goes, everything I talk about is business. Business, Jared. Business, <laughs> doing business. He just, he, he always gives me shit. But I don't even feel like I have the time to do the, the Finsta or to worry about yeah. the, all that stuff, which makes me feel like I'm missing out on real You're life. You're not. On really uh, creeping you're not. on. <laughs> but I would say wait until you really like someone. I mean, I don't creep on someone's page, but I'll, like, if we both friend each other, like, just recently, just friended me on my private Instagram. Whatever. So I go on his page, kind of see what's going on, but I didn't like every day look at his story. I don't, I have no idea what this man is about, but either way, my friend was like, absolutely not for other reasons. So we don't yeah, know. But he's a good I mean, man. Like, he's so, a good but man. I won't stalk his page and w- wonder if he's looking at my shit. I, I don't care. You're also more mature than my age range of 29 <laughs> to 30, I where it's like, old. you don't oh, want yes. the satisfaction. You don't want to give someone the satisfaction of watching their story. Like, let's say my friend oh, was interested oh, in a yeah. dude. So she'll take my phone and watch it from my phone. Cause oh, I'm like, see, I don't give a much. fuck. That's too much. It though. is. That's too much. People post stories now, I think, as a game. Where it's like, okay, I'm going to post this and let's see if he watches it. If he oh, watches wait, it, a then... A subliminal message. Oh. Yes. Would it be like, First there's a picture all, of a drink to make him think maybe like she's on a date with someone else. Or, you know, it's all Do you all think game. that subliminal messages really even work? I, yeah. I, pers- I, I don't think they work. It depends what the type of guy, but I feel like it worked for Justin. Like, when we first started dating, if he saw I was out with my girlfriends all night or I was like partying and there was a big group of guys with us, immediately would text me. This he singles was? game stresses me out. Dude, Is this how so... people do this now? Like, it, it, to me, it's... How, it's... What else are they supposed to do? There's I, no good men out there. You got to play games, apparently. I think there's, there's good guys out there. I, but I will say this, because most of the females that I know, good looking like yourselves. And I would say that guys are... Very much creepers. And to the point to where I have a good girlfriend relationships to where they could just tell me what's going on. Or I've seen it from just being in the industry, you know, uh, the OnlyFans industry. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but guys are creepers. Not all of them. I hate that. But I want to say that, that there's enough creepers out there that make it to where the good guy is like, I don't want to hit on it because I'm going to just be a creeper myself. Like, And I think that, hmm. that, that limits guys wanting to hit on a girl because 
the other guy set a bad tone. Or they're just pussies. Like, <laughs> grow a pair. If you think a girl's gorgeous, you, you gotta make a move. I have to say, someone uh, messaged me on my picture I posted yesterday, and they were like, do guys come up to you at the bar? And I'm like, like well, in fact, you did today. <laughs> oh, creepy. creepy. Usually not in Denver. It's yeah. usually when I'm in San Diego or out of the country. Like, men yeah. in Denver do not approach me for some reason. Is it a timid thing? Or just you in general, you're saying? Like, is like I mean, do you do you guys approaching you? Here's the thing, though. I feel like when men I... Men approach... When we were in Nashville, men were like, men do you approach are me. so gorgeous. And I'm like... I think it's because I'm in, like, my own little world and, like, not interested. But I yeah. don't know. I'm also not single. I've been in a relationship for five yeah, yeah. years. But... It is fun. But that to get doesn't hit mean on. that guys aren't just gonna yeah. come. It's hit even on more you. fun when my boyfriend's standing next to me. I'm like, babe. And what does he say? Does he, yeah, is he just, he's not the jealous he, side, right? He's, he's not, not the he doesn't jealous give a shit. Yeah, yeah. But why is that? So why are Denver men so do it? Because you were saying San Diego. It's just the group of men in Denver have this personality. We're all stoned. I know. Hi. Oh, hello. Is anyone there? They're all on edibles. <laughs> right there, yeah. Is anyone home? But that is my question though. It's like, is so is it do you get hit on so much? That it's almost a turn off to get hit on by a normal guy. Like, because, like, or how's it okay, normal? Okay, I have supposed to say to a story. And, you know, I always say my stories. Yeah, let's hear it. I was dating a nice guy. We went on four dates. I talked oh. about him when oh, we yeah. were out yeah, for yeah. beers. Right before I agreed to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I found out, like, even people that seem shiny are not. Like they're it totally fool's gold. It. Fool's gold yeah, is even yeah, shiny. Yeah. So he did a whole like the flowers and the flowers for my daughter. And I mean, we had only been on five dates. Well, his true colors. Okay. So that changed since last time we talked. Oh, right? so what, are the, what, what happened with the, what are true colors? What happened? He just He's flipped a, out. Yeah. Of a oh. freak. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> How it wild. was, but I was shocked also because he seemed like the nice guy that I was giving a chance to. Mm-hmm. I even went to therapy because I'm like, I'm trying to give the nice guy a chance and he ended up trying to play me. And it's rare. Our whole team didn't think there was any sort of hidden agenda. Like, we're like, this is the first guy that's fucking genuine. Yeah. And lo and behold, a disappointment. Yeah. So, but you don't even want him. So it's so like, what is, so. Uh, all right, I, I'm asking as a, a okay looking guy to oh, some, some good looking girls. That's like, what is the right way? Is there such a thing as a right way for a guy to approach? approach? Because if you go into the DMs and you slide in the DMs, you're kind of a creep. I mean, anyone who does it depends what you say. Yeah, what's your intro line? Yeah. I don't I, think so. You say, like, hi, what's up? Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, like, that's weird. make yeah. a joke, but don't be. Yeah, I don't mind if someone slides in my DMs. Yeah. Like, lead with a compliment or lead yeah, with, like, something funny. Dope. No matter wh- whoever I message. If, if it I'm just me- can't yeah. be creepy or weird or no dick pics and yeah. all that crazy so stuff. So then when a guy just says, you have the good conversation, you're kind of, the guy's kind of being like, hey, yeah, we're good, we're laughing, haha. Then what is the next step? Does he say, does he ask you to a specific date? Does he... Uh, already plan out the date and just say, hey, are you free on this day? Like, what is the right way to get that first date? I would date say, like, let's meet right away. Yeah, let's, pl- like, he has to be the one to plan the date. So, like, can let's you go meet- grab a drink here. I'll meet you there, yeah. Can I, can you meet on Thursday at four? And then you're like, no, I can't do four. Well, what day works for you? I'd love to see you. That, that kind of thing is like, okay, he's making, he's taking initiative and then he's trying, yeah. which this other guy was doing, but then totally. there's also a thing like sometimes there's just no chemistry. 
Mm-hmm. So and, and you can't force that. Get social cues or pay attention to them because yeah. if you think someone's super interested in you but they're responding like super short, that's not just how they text unless you're Angel. I text super horrible. short. <laughs> horrible. See, which is a bad sign I'm for worse guys than a guy when it yeah. comes to text messaging. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Even so, better though, I got an exclamation mark yesterday or something. Some I just don't like texting. So Sucks. so so is is it better than a guy texts a little bit then calls or do you prefer to keep text communication? <laughs> She'll probably say text. I'm old school. I like a call. I would be so nervous to have like a first call with someone. <laughs> See, because it's so it's done over text so much yeah. with your generation. Like for me, I'm old school. I want him to call me. I want his like. Does he have a squeaky voice? Right. Is he charming? Is he funny? Is okay. he not? Next question. Then, then what is the first date? What's a good ideal first date? You've talked a little bit on on social media. All right, now we're ready for that first date. She says, "Yeah, four o'clock on this day." Do you go to a place? A drink to me seems so normal, stereotypical, right? Like, or yeah, you- coffee or or drink. Coffee, here's a, really? No, really? Here, is that like a thing? No. Here's the thing: if you don't know this person, you've never met them. You want at least only 45 minutes for the 100%. first time because if you both are not filling it, then you – cool, this is only a quick little coffee or mm-hmm. drink. Then I got to go. Yep. <laughs> but then if you're really feeling it, like, oh, my God, I'd totally love yes. to see you again. And then So you don't a- plan a second thing after the coffee? Never. The- yeah, yeah, what, never. If, what if the vibe yeah. is terrible and then you have to sit through a whole ass five-course meal at a restaurant? <laughs> and but then, you get a free meal. And What's then up? you say – It's not worth it, though. <laughs> Not then a guy it. asks you to pay half or whatever dumb Does that bullshit. Happen? I've never. I've always paid every time. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. But I mean, I, to me, it'd be more awkward to be like, "Hey, you you got uh, some money here?" So weird. Yeah. I mean, but some guys are just fucking weird. Yeah. Although I will say, in college, I was dead ass broke, and this girl was hot, <laughs> and I was like, "Let's go eat," and I had. <laughs> this is so embarrassing to even tell the story. <laughs> I had like six dollars, six fucking dollars on my card. I took her to McDonald's. I took <gasps> her to McDonald's because that's all I had. Here's the thing. Was, like, <laughs> was she appreciative? Uh, yeah, but or I definitely let, only let her. Or order. she never called but, you again. Yeah, we we talked a little bit after that, but then here's a twist you can do: instead of taking her to a McDonald's, if you're broke. Get the McDonald's for takeout and take her to a park and make a little picnic out of it. So there's a way to spin. Where were you 18 years ago? <laughs> Who that- knows? You could have could have been your soulmate. Then you wouldn't have got ghosted. Okay, my dad uh, got proposed. The ghost. The ghost? <laughs> my dad proposed in the parking lot of an El Pollo Loco. We don't have those here. Do you guys know El Pollo Loco? Yes. It's fast food. It's fast food, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, proposed in the, the parking lot. Was going to take her in there for dinner after. To, to so, your mom? To my mom. And she said, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> For some odd so reason. So when he tells a story, let me ask you this. When he tells a story, he's so proud of it. And then she's more of like. He's the romantic. And my mom's just like, Jesus Christ. She gave him an ultimatum and it happened. But anyways, have you <laughs> had a bad first date? Like when a, where a girl was just driving you nuts? Oh, um, man. Well, it wasn't driving. Yeah, I would say a few. I would say one on one. And this is not anything using conspiracy theories and all that stuff. So (laughs) this is not anything against anyone who's religious because I grew up very religious. But I remember sitting across from this girl. And it was cool. We we hung out. We met through mutual friends. Then we went to eat. All right, cool. And then we started talking about Adam and Eve. And she was dead set on believing Adam and Eve were 100% real. Like she was like, no, that's how it happened. And I go, and I go, I go. Why are we talking about this? I go, what? What I is go, happening right I now? I was like, Adam, that is not 
one man and one woman did not populate this entire earth. That doesn't explain a lot of different things. And I just remember being like, after that, I shut down. And I do not shut down. Like, I don't, I always talk. Uh, and so I just remember like, how do I get out of here? And you like, had to sit through the whole dinner, see? Whole, yeah, and you're stuck at the whole dinner there. That's- well, you guys remember, you remember my story. I went on a date, maybe February, January. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... The, and he was very dapper, very sweet, went out of my comfort zone. I've been going out of my comfort zone a lot this year. And yeah. normally don't date a guy like this, but I'm like, I'm going to go on a date with him. And for almost two hours, I went on a full meal date. This is why I don't recommend it. He talked about how to cleanse my body from the vaccine. Uh, He's a carnivore only, meat eater only, doesn't drink. All for two hours, just sat there and told and like asked me if I were to do it again, would I would I do it over? And why I felt like he, I was he wants being, to prove himself as being right or, or something. And well, I'm like, dude, who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, yeah, why yeah, are yeah. you? It was just weird for a first date. You know? I am actually glad that I worked in radio because you have to know when the break ends, right? That's what we call it, right? It's so uh, you end on a laugh. You end you end right when you know that that topic is done mm-hmm. and you have to read the, the audience, read the room. It's the same thing when you talk to anyone or you're talking on an interview, a job interview, or you're on a date. Mm-hmm. You have to read the girl. You have mm-hmm. to – or the person. You have to read them on the other side and be like, you know what? They are really bored by this mm-hmm incoherent rambling that is taking place right now and if you yeah. don't read that it's like well they're never going to call you then back you need again. to go back to school to learn social cues it's that's what people yeah. are lacking but for you guys i feel like it's fundamental differences in like your core values like his core values seem to be political hers were religious yeah. and in that case it's just never going to work yeah i mean i do know plenty of happy couples where it's democrat republican believes in god doesn't but on a first date you don't, you don't bring, bring any of that up. Yeah. I do. Um, we did get a comment or a question on our um, Instagram. And she said, when – she said she was a single mom. When's a good time to introduce that person to her kids? Mm-hmm. And for That's me, good, my yeah. kids are older. And I was like, shit, I don't know because I – I don't know, like when I married the guy that I married in 2019, I wish I would have never introduced him to my kids. My boys did not like him. And it was nine months of marriage. It was lesson learned. But, you know, I feel like it depends how old they are. And I also think single dads are different also. I don't know. But like for me, I don't know if I would introduce them even now. Like, Unless Just it's right away. super serious, right? Like you've had a conversation mm-hmm. about being an official. Yeah, item. I would. I would wait until you feel very comfortable with that person, mm-hmm. and it's it seems easy, and you feel I, I, date. That's yeah, where you're so naturally uncomfortable with them. Yeah, that it's just easy to bring them into that. Right, that, because that if you're so new, you're uncomfortable. Your kids are uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. They could be it's gone the next too, day, and then it's like it's too thick yeah. of an energy. So the reason I, I donated to, or or. or, or Gave you some rum for your women's yeah. uh, 2023 was because uh, women 2023 was because I had a single mom, right? So my mom would talk to me openly all the time, which is probably why about I, dating, uh, about everything. Yeah. To, to, to the point to where it's probably why I don't shut the hell up about anything <laughs> and, and always have an opinion about something. But she dated this guy. And then I knew that guy's daughter, right? We were the same age, his mm. daughter and I. And so she would just talk to me about everything. He did not tell her about my mom or any of that stuff. So then when I would see his daughter, I was all... You got hey. the scoop. Yeah, I was all, hey, we might be stepbrother and <laughs> oh, sister. My God. Oh, no. I'm just making a joke. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, 
what are you talking about? Like, it was almost like saying too much to me. How old were you? Oh, man, I was probably 11, 12. Yeah, I was going to say, how did you feel about that? Your mom, did she bring men around a lot? No, she never did. And so when she brought that guy up and then me just being like, oh, looking for that male figure, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, he's going to be my dad. You're going to be my (laughs) sister. And for her, it was like, read the room. She was like, oh. Pissed, yeah. yeah, and she was just like because he didn't tell her any of that stuff. So it, it is a weird situation that is like even the parents should not talk about that spouse or that person that they're, not spouse or that person that they're dating until they're ready to introduce. Because mm-hmm. I think even then you you can the child doesn't understand what that what's happening. There. Yeah, right. they're they very know, confused. They don't know what dating is. Yeah. yeah, we're confused about dating. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, like, I was just it. gonna <laughs> say like with radio, how much it's changed. If radio's changed, life in general has changed. Like, yeah. dating has changed. And I remember when I was married for 14 years and I stepped out in my 30s to, to start dating. When you were married 14 years? Mm-hmm. How long did you date? I, he was my high school sweetheart. Oh, wow. Okay. So I had my three kids by him. Oh, wow. So when I got divorced, I was 31. And I had no clue about dating. I thought, like, if you slept with someone, that was your boyfriend. And, and that had happened once. That had happened. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I was really naive to the whole dating scene, like completely naive. So it depends also like. So you so for, wait, for you were married 14 years and then you, that ended in 2019, right? No, no, no. Different. Oh, that was different. I've, I've been married twice. Oh, okay. I was married for 14 years. I, it ended when I was 31. And then um, I married in 2019 for about nine months. Oh, okay. Right at COVID. Um, yeah. Well, right before. Oh, okay. Right before. That, that had nothing to do with it. No, because COVID was 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 2019, no, it had nothing to do. We probably would have killed each other in 2020. <laughs> I would be concerned. Yeah. yeah I would have probably not be, <laughs> I'd have been on Dateline. <laughs> so, so, how, so when did you meet your, your, your fiance now? Oh, you hear that, Justin? Not my fiance. Oh. No. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Not Sorry, yet. Dude. Oh, that he was knows. My bad. My bad. He I knows. Need some more rum here. I need some more rum here. <laughs> He's also from Denver. Okay. He's from Denver. Hashtag I'm from Denver. Hashtag Justin's from Denver. Um, <laughs> and he ended up um, meeting one of my close friends at Red Rocks. I was home that night. They ended up taking acid in the middle of the night. Um, the next morning, barged into my little townhome. I was asleep on the couch and. He just was a menace in my place all and day, it and, and it was love. love. I hate to say it, but why? Why would you hate to say it? That's a good thing. Okay, I mean, he shows up tripping balls at nine a.m., and I'm like, "What the?" It was actual? probably ending at that point. It's no, strong. no, it was starting. Oh, it was starting. So. You know, yeah, it's there's there is a lot of fun stuff to do in Denver. There are some good guys. So there wasn't an actual normal dating approach to him. All right, so let me ask this. You saw him. He was crazy at night. And then who asked who out? And how did you go to the dating? So I actually had a boyfriend at the time, and he uh, had a girlfriend. Okay. So it kind of, it took almost two years for us to end it with our – well, I ended it with my boyfriend first. He found out that I had ended it when he uh, found out I was single. Then it was game on, on. yeah. What did, he, what did he do? Message did he do? you or did he call you? What do you do to, to Oh, to, he would text me. And then uh, he'd see so me out. Before yeah, okay. and Snapchat was kind of the thing back then, so we would just you like still do Snapchat. Yeah, but just with the girls to oh. keep up, you know? I, I don't do like the filters and send okay. my tits or anything. Um <laughs> To me you do. To you yeah. You've seen my tits more than Justin. <laughs> 
But yeah, what no, kind of there was no real dating. Like, apparently, you guys just need to get on OnlyFans. You guys are already like. Uh, yeah. Well, back in the day, we met guys through friends of friends or just being out at bars. Like, I yeah. feel like the Denver bars were a little more fun back then. I was out this weekend and I was like, back in our day at recess in the middle of a day on a Saturday, this would be body to body. There'd be people dancing yeah. on tables. Uh, yeah. And we were just sitting there until the sunset. Like, what the Okay, fuck? so. Before we end, because we could talk to you. By the I way, know, he's trying. He's trying to interview us. <laughs> oh, so we're not gonna. Oh, we're yeah, not yeah, letting. You're right. You're right. Habit. I fell that's for a, it. He, you fell for habit. it, and Although you kept answering yeah, questions. Get I know. Wait, shit. All right, we never give up control. <laughs> not Sorry. anymore. That's just a bad natural but habit. I, I know. Just, he, it's, it's, it transitioned quickly, yeah, and yeah. I was sitting here. I'm like, uh-uh. She caught on. I'm all no, dumb no, over no, here. No, like, no. well, it was, was not intentional. It was not, I literally was genuinely asking to see how, like, for the guys at Hashtag I'm from Denver, how are you even supposed to date a girl? Because it's, it's No, I before we end, right. because we can talk to you for probably a few more hours. Can I come back? Yes, right. of course. And You've earned I your next also, spot. I also want to know where can people go in Denver to hang out? Like, what's the the new poppin' oh. bar? <laughs> Damn you! I I'm not hip and cool. You're I, from uh, Denver. You have uh, to know. You have fight, to know. The Fight Club is probably the newest spot. Oh that yes, that I've yeah. heard a lot about. And we went down there one time, but that was really uh, it's like the newest spot. That That's I've a good been one. Been to yeah. So awesome. Well, we're gonna go. Let's go. Yeah, I team. Go there. It's fun. I do want to put one thing though, and th- and this is only because everything has like led up to to this point is working with uh, uh, the co-founder of Under Armour. And so mm-hmm. while I do these things with I'm from Denver and it's a lot of hats and YOLO rum, uh, I am actually starting a course with the co-founder of Under Armour. We launched it in July. He's teach- He's literally one of three individuals that started the company, took it from 17000 to $4 billion. Damn. And he's actually teaching the method and mindset. You're going to give it to me for, f- I'm giving for it to- not free. I- I'm going to give it to you for this podcast. <laughs> Hell this yeah. a-, a paid trade. I'm they promoting you. it. There, there you go. You go. Uh, but uh, his name's Kip Folks, and he really is on another level. And uh, even what I'm doing with I'm from Denver and Yolo Rum has changed because of him. But we're actually starting, uh, his course started on July 4th. You can sign up for it at methodmindset.com. He's teaching the business mindset and methods to uh, to become a large company for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. But it's also about creating personal wealth, mm-hmm. not just business wealth. So I that's the the next big goal for me is like, I'm from Denver's great. I, it's kind of running on its own now that now if I can actually give back to people and business owners out there, mm-hmm. that's, that's the next step. And partnering up with him has been uh, a blessing. It's by coincidence that it happened, but I just wanted to plug that for anyone out Definitely. there that, that, that is looking for help in the business space. And, uh, it's, it's the next big things, so, but I'm also spinning that cause I've had a few drinks. Yeah, plug, plug your other uh, shit. What What's, else I got? What else I got? Plug your on? Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> yeah, website. Where can they find you? Um, at I'm from Denver across the board for everything. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and then at Wiggins, W-I-G-N-Z. Uh, I've really enjoyed this with you girls. Uh, and again, taking over, sorry. But I've, I've enjoyed- <laughs> I know, we even said a damn word. Uh, see, I'm well, going to shut up now. See, it's the worst thing. I'm saying I've enjoyed- Social cues, remember? He's, yeah. he's enjoyed <laughs> he's, he's enjoyed having himself on our show. Yep, he's drunk and now. he can't shut the fuck up. So I'm going to end it on a great note. Wiggins, we love you. Uh, well, you'll be back in a couple yeah, weeks. Okay. I'm gonna take that course and we'll talk more about all it. Right, all right, all right. Sorry. Peace out. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>